if you could go back in time and tell six, your 16 year old self one thing, what would it be? Oh, get engaged. <laughs> you are now tuning in to the Roughnecks podcast with your host, Cole Nixon. Much love. I really hope you guys enjoy today's episode. If you do, then be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, then pay a simple cheap fee. All I ask is that you like the episode and then maybe share it with a friend you think would enjoy it as well. Help continue to grow this podcast and share the words of wisdom from all my guests that joined the show with as many people as possible. As always, be sure to grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Let's get into this week's episode. episode of the Roughnecks podcast. This is episode 63. Joining me today, I have two of my best friends from college. Um, I hate them, love them all at the same time. We got one, actually, they're both rejoining, but one was the original co-host of this podcast for like three episodes or something rather. But um, but Tex and Teddy, back to the podcast, finally. Jesse Beachy, also back to the podcast. Welcome back to the Roughnecks podcast, you guys. What's going on? what's up you guys are sitting down there in the uh it looks like the dungeon yeah, yeah. i got some memories down there this is, this is a spot you know it's Man. where the uh people who make little money go and sit <laughs> you'll come down here it'll be nine o'clock when you get out of here it's four in the afternoon you know what the fuck just happened this is like it's kind of weird this is like the first time i've been in here and not had to like be a player yeah yeah like football stuff I, I can't even imagine, like, when we went back to a little bit of campus for a little bit, I was like, this is weird. Like, I don't even feel like I'm supposed to be here anymore. Yeah, it's definitely – Yeah, I felt really out of place today. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Especially when you, like, uh, like the freshmen are around and you don't know them, like, at, from a player standpoint. It, it's, it's definitely kind of like, well, well, my time here is officially done. Yeah, because uh, how many class? Is there any? How many classes are left? I mean, other than Shane and all those guys, yeah. you obviously played with. But is the class the junior class, the last uh, class? Yeah, so that would be like uh, Mises class. They were uh, freshmen when you were a senior, right? Yeah, yeah. Mises is in that class. Um, trying to think who else is in his class. I don't even know uh, anymore. Chitty. Yeah, Giddy. Um, but yeah, all those guys. But um, I think everybody in Jesse's class were yeah. You were you were a freshman when he was a junior. Junior. So oh, Kofi, Kofi. Yeah. So this graduating class would be the last class. Jesse, Jesse would. They would know him. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. Jesse, you're an old man. Yes. We were actually just talking about this before yeah. the episode about how it's weird getting older and your body hurts and you have bowel problems and shit like that. Yeah. It's only with Mexican food though. Yeah. yeah I just ate Mexican food. So you got to watch what kind of spices you use, <laughs> what kind of sauces you use. You got to be but careful. It just Teddy, creeps up on you too. All of a sudden it could be fine. Like a month before 
and then you'll just eat it again, and then all of a sudden, like something just goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Teddy down there in Texas is used to eating all that hot stuff. It doesn't even matter. No, we. I remember. No, uh, we went. Uh, you weren't here in town. You had something that weekend, and I went. No, because I went squirrel hunting with uh, Jay Lau and Krusty, and I used uh, your overalls. Oh. But we came back, and his dad made, like, squirrel Alfredo. That sounds amazing. So yeah. it's basically like chicken Alfredo because fucking squirrel tastes like chicken. But it was I, – I loved it. I put Frank's hot sauce on it. It was delicious. But we come back, and, and you know, it was a weekend, so we're all going to the bar. And J. Lau and Krusty – were shitting their brains out in the bathrooms of Clancy. On. No, Krusty is always shitting his brains out. Let's get that clear. Well, no, J. Lau had to leave backstretch because he was in the bathroom the whole time. Well, at least it was backstretch. Oh, he's trying way. to do that at Clancy's either with the open way. stall. Yeah. No, thank you. But we've already kind of touched on some of it. But I allow every episode allowing my guests to kick off the episode by telling us who they are. So tell the Roughnecks listeners who you guys are. Teddy just decides to walk out of the screen and say, fuck it. But uh, Jesse, let's, let's start with you. Tell us who you got, who you are. All right. Well, I'm Jesse Beachy. Uh, I guess now I work construction, mainly doing like home remodels and additions and decks and everything in between. So I mean, I guess that's basically what I do now. Other than that, a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. It's weird going from like going to school every day. So, I mean, it's not that like, I mean, you're still on a schedule like work-wise, but other than that, like having the weekends off, don't have to go out all the time. If I do go out, then it's, Sorry. Maybe for a few hours, unlike a couple days, like college. <laughs> yeah, I realized uh, I, I had a weekend bender a little bit, and uh, it was. I realized real quick. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I, I can't hang. Essentially, like it's. I don't know how I did it in college. Well, that's why I was telling you to drink water. Hey, that's overrated. I was like, well, I didn't know how you were doing it in the first place because if I do it like one night. Count me out for like the next oh, week. No. Sometimes you just have to continue it. I mean, I understand. It that. Sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. Don't get me wrong. You probably. I'm not recommending this to anybody. <laughs> but yeah. like, honestly, the the whole saying is the best cure for a hangover is to drink another beer. I don't know about that. Well, you can't just drink one. You might have to drink a few. Yeah, you gotta keep like you gotta have that like constant buzz going. Mm-hmm. Until you get a bed, and then you're just gonna pass out. So Teddy, now that you're back, tell us, uh, tell us who Teddy Houlihan is. Te- Texan Teddy. I'm Ted from Texas. Uh, how many? Co- hold on, before you get too far into this, how many conversations do you start that way? A lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because you gotta talk to your crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll be like, "Yeah, oh, where are you from?" Like, "Yeah." from texas <laughs> they're like why the hell are you in ohio yeah and usually when and that's kind of a cool thing though is explaining that's like 
the first time I realized like, damn, I've kind of been here for six years now. Um, all of my twenties I've been in here and it's kind of, a, it's think about it. It's like, you know, we all kind of talked in college about, you know, Delaware's kind of, there's some downsides to it, but you know, I love, I love Delaware and it's been a big part and there's just some, especially getting older, there's a lot of upsides to, to Delaware, Ohio and, you know, woo, I love this place. So well, it's got to be too, like the aspect of like, I mean, when you're in college and you go somewhere, like you're like in that like college bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're like, you're only going to go to like a certain bar or like a certain couple bars. Yeah. Now it's, whereas like now, I mean, older, you can go like, there's so many like cool places that I didn't go to when I was here at college that I've been to now. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm like, shoot, I wish I would have, wish I would have went there while I was at college. But. Yeah. Like I look at, there's a few places back home even that like I was so against going. I hated going. Well, my thing with Pataskalo, I love Pataskalo sometimes, but you go to it and like, it's like a high school reunion and you see kind of the people you don't want to see. And you almost, I feel like you got, you, we kind of run into it in college too. If you go back to a football game and then you go to the bar and you're going to run into people you don't necessarily want to see, but it like high school, in my opinion, is just worse. And I, but then I'm like, you know, this place isn't that bad. Cause my buddy's like, just come out, just come out. It's not that bad. And I'm like, who's there? And he like told me, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't really didn't say anything about. So tell me who you are. Um, I don't know. Coach. Football <laughs> guy. <laughs> coach. It's all I kind of, it's all I want to do. It's all I know. I'm not a fancy guy. Fancy like Applebee's? <laughs> Way worse, dude. You show me a nice Wendy's and that's what we're Get that like, four for four. Or like the, you seen the Taco Bells lately? They've done a really good job. Yeah, they are Bells. getting pretty fancy. Or Sheets. I think a good date would be taking somebody to Sheets. Ted, I, I don't I, – I think you need to step up your dates, bud. No, I'm a simple guy, football guy. I don't really know. That's that's pretty much both of you. You guys are very simple people. It's kind of all three of us in a way, just simple people, and that's kind of all it is. Yeah. So I don't really know how to describe myself. I've never really thought about it, to be honest. You've had to do it on this podcast multiple times. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's actually went the same way pretty much every single time. Like, if you guys go back and listen to any episode that Teddy's been in, and it's like introducing who Teddy is, it's like, uh, I'm a coach. I'm from Texas. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> There's not a lot to it. That's kind of describes a lot, you know. That, that describes your life. I'm a traveling man. I guess, I, yeah, I'm a traveling man. You're a traveling man. You've lived in Texas and Ohio. And I've had to travel through states to get to the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, but anyway – First thing I'm going to ask you guys, I believe I actually may have asked both of you this before, but why Owu? Because, like, we got almost two different perspectives here. You know, actually three in a way, because I'm from an hour away. Jesse's from what? How far are you from Owu? Uh, Time-wise, it's like 25, 30 minutes. And then Teddy's all the way from freaking Texas. So why did you guys decide to go to Ohio Wesleyan? You go first. 
I know you're eating. Okay. No, no, finish your quesadilla. I I didn't, oh, I didn't bite it yet. And this is why we love Teddy and Jesse. They are pretty much brothers, so they argue like it. <laughs> He's dipping his quesadilla in guacamole and baby food. <laughs> no, I'm not using that crap anymore. Not. That's not even guacamole. Like it's just great sauce, dude. dude. Uh, I picked a woo, Cole Nixon, because there was this guy I knew that was going to be there a year after me that looked like a ferret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know who I was, and I hate that you just called me that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> just take a shot. <laughs> That's wrong. No, I picked a woo. I came on um, an overnight. Uh, did the tour and all that, and then got the workout, and then you kind of sit in the – leading up to that, I spent time with some of the older guys. Uh, it was uh, Dougie Sanders, uh, Pew, and uh, Ross Hickenbottom, and those guys were, were, were kind of, uh, I guess, like not – Ross was a big part of the team, Dougie too, but they were kind of like, um, I guess, leaders or – a lot of – they were popular on the team. Um, well, they were just good guys. Yeah, they were just good people. Um, and I knew that, you know, they were juniors, so I was still going to have at least a year with them. And then when I got in the meeting with Coach Watts, um, it, it was just kind of it, – it felt like home. You know, everyone was there to because they loved to play football. Um, but everyone was there for each other, and you kind of get to see how guys interact in the locker room. And, and you know, it's – you know, Coach Watts is, is kind of the definition of a player's coach. You know, he loves the guys. He wants to take care of the guys. Um, and and I, I just – I liked it and liked the vibe and liked the whole staff. And it, you know, and that feeling never never changed the whole time here. That's why I now live here and coach here and stay here. Fair enough. I was trying to think, honestly, because I was – I told – I forget who I told – I think it was on Caleb Scott's episode a while back um, where I was like, you know, I want to come up with something that somebody has to do if their phone goes off during the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I just <laughs> turned it on silent. Don't <laughs> <me> do anything. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to come up with something. Let's start. Let's, we're not going to start it now, but let's come up with something. What should somebody have to do if their phone goes off during the podcast, including myself? You're going to get real pissed Ooh. off here because my right. going to die. No. We can do it on our phones, though. But we can do another technical difficulty insert right here. All right, we're back. Jesse, why did you decide to go to Ohio Wesleyan? All right, kind of piggybacking a little bit off of what Ted already mentioned. Uh, When I – I mean, that was, like, the main reason why I wanted to come here was doing my overnight, uh, the guy I stayed with, uh, Peter Cook. You guys probably don't know him. Yeah, we know Pete. I know Pete. You know Pete. You do. I don't. You don't know him. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Pete, it was funny because he had a nickname. Everybody was calling. Everybody was telling me his nickname. I forget what it was, but it was something funny because it just meeting him. He was the nicest kid, but apparently, like, he could party. <laughs> we we uh, came across a few of those in our days right and me i would at that time i was just a shy did not talk 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I still don't really talk, but if you get me <laughs> talking, I'll talk. I'll just ramble on. But uh, I stayed with him, and it was kind of nice because he was in the same fraternity as a older guy that I went to high school with and played football with, Devin. So I hung out with them. Uh, shoot. Was it, was it Josh? Josh Piles? Yeah, Josh. Josh was there too. Teddy knows Josh. So, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> Ohio Wesleyan ultimately was like my third pick when I was like trying to like line up schools where I wanted to go. Originally wanted to go to UC, uh, Cincinnati. And then my other school that I was looking at was Wittenberg. Fuck with. I'm, I'm pretty not- sure actually right there behind you, Jesse, I'm pretty sure it says something. <laughs> For those who don't know, Wittenberg is Ohio Wesleyan's rival. Yeah. One of the many. I mean, I didn't even yes. know that when I was picking schools either. But uh, I went – my first visit, I went to – well, after I visited UC, I mean, I freaking – I loved that place. It was awesome. But uh, after that, I went to – a visit at Wittenberg and I don't know I'm not like putting them down they have a great program and I'm sure they have a great school but to me it just felt like they were gay I don't know it just like it just like felt off to me I didn't feel like comfortable didn't feel yeah like I feel like I had the same thing it doesn't feel you don't get that home feeling when you're at Wittenberg yeah. You get almost like that business feeling. I mean, some people prefer that, but like, like their coach was so hard headed and like, I, I don't know. I agree with you. I, I see what you're saying. Cause I was the same way when it came because Wittenberg was also in my top choices. But like when I went on my visits to Wittenberg compared to Ohio Wesleyan, Ohio Wesleyan definitely had the edge. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was cause they're probably like, Drive-wise, like drive time for me, they were probably like 40, 45 minutes. But since I didn't feel like comfortable there anyways, I didn't really – I wasn't leaning towards that. So then I decided to take a visit here, which I wasn't really going to do in the first place. Kind of have my mind made up that I wanted to go to Wittenberg. Uh, So I took a visit here, and then I met all all the guys here, uh, saw like the facilities and stuff and saw like the incoming like changes they were going to be doing like the locker room and stuff like that jesus you're that old it was before the locker room was finished yeah my freshman year it was <laughs> headlock with the tile floor yeah it was garbage yeah. <laughs> i mean you got the job done <laughs> nothing like how it is now though but um but it was nice too because I mean, it was, it's a simple drive for me. It's basically just one road until I get into Delaware. And I was like, I kind of had like a lot of anxiety about like my, uh, since I'm a type one diabetic, like getting my insulin and stuff. I didn't know how that was going to be if I went two hours away to Cincinnati and I had only been, and I got diagnosed my senior year of, high school like right in the middle of football season 
So it's not like I had been like dealing with it for years that I knew like what to do and stuff. So that along with like the family feeling here, it just clicked for me. I was going to touch on the, uh, what? Being a friend of a type one diabetic survivor. I was going to touch on the uh, diabetic thing with Jesse and I was going to ask when it happened, but like, what was, I want you to kind of take me through what were your, was your thought process? Like when they told you like you're a type one diabetic. Oh, I was shit. I'm like a big as fuck. I was pissed. (laughs) No, I was, well, like, it's kind of crazy because a week before I actually went to the doctor, I like looked up all like the symptoms I was having on Google, which I don't recommend anybody. No, no matter what it is, you should go down a very dark rabbit hole. So I did that. And then the first thing that came up was type one diabetic. And I was like, I thought diabetes was like, yeah, (laughs) like that's ultimately what I thought it was. And I was like, there's no way I have that. So then I kept going through all my crap, feeling like crap all the time. And then went to the doctor and got admitted and and they took my blood sugar there. So your normal blood sugar is supposed to be like 70, between 70 and 120. They told me that it was 565 and that I could have went into a diabetic coma at 600. Jesus. Thankfully, I did go in, but I didn't want to because that was the day uh, my senior class was going bowling. So I wanted to go do that. I was pretty pissed. <laughs> Just not <laughs> a great day all in general. Yeah, but thankfully, I went in and it was the weirdest thing. Once I was in there and they were like figuring, like evening out my levels and stuff, I wore contacts and glasses since they like brought it down so much and it was like leveled out to like the normal levels for like a normal person i didn't have to like wear contacts or glasses for like three days and my eyesight was perfect that's crazy it was the weirdest thing i will always remember that the one thing i will always remember though is on my visit to Wesleyan, i stayed with cam in your room you and cam were roommates and i'm sitting there we just got back from I I don't know if it was lifting or if it was before lifting. Oh, I'm watching Jesty take a freaking. I, I thought he was freaking doing steroids. I was like, what <laughs> in the hell is going on right now? Like honestly, if it would have been, did you just connect on your iPhone in the middle of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could have been yeah, more perfect timing, funny. though. I will say uh-huh. that was perfect timing. Perfect timing. I cannot deny that. Oh, my God. I'm a genius. This might be the best blooper of this podcast. Turn your Oriental lock off and turn it sideways. What'd you say to me? Turn your phone (laughs) sideways. Is that better? There we go. Hey, does the sound good? Yeah, the sound's actually better than I think your laptop is. Oh, God. (laughs) It looks better. But anyway... So, but I was watching Jesse and I'm like, he's doing steroids. And I'm like, what, what program am I about to come into? And I'm, I'll never forget. Cause I was kind of looking at him and he looked hey, up and he hey, goes, Cole, 
Hey, Colt, you're going into a program that supports type 1 diabetics. You understand me? <laughs> I understand that now. But I remember, like, he kind of looked up and he goes, oh, I guess I should tell you I'm a type 1 diabetic. And I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never told anybody until, like, I started noticing people just, like, staring at me, like, really weirdly. And then I was like, Oh, I should probably like start telling people about <laughs> diabetes. So like now, if I go somewhere, I'll get like dirty looks. Like especially like if I go to like Japanese steakhouse where I got sit by like other people I don't know, mm-hmm. and I just whip it out and like shoot it in my leg, and they're just like, like out of the corner of their eye, like you can see them. They're just like, this guy's. What the hell is this guy doing? This guy's about to have a good time. <laughs> so I just do it. Take a drink. <laughs> uh, that's the hardest thing I got to do today. Get off me, Aaron. But uh, so another football-related question I want to go back to is what is – we kind of do this thing, uh, I believe we've talked – I've probably heard both of yours, but I, I know I've heard both of yours, but I don't remember because we do this thing on, like, what is the last day of practice or something where we have senior moment where you walk around and say your favorite football memory. But I'm just going to open it up to, like, your favorite football memory in general. What is your favorite football memory of all time? It could be high school, college. It doesn't matter. Oh, I got one. I have two. Teddy, you never played. I played. Freshman <laughs> I played freshman year. And I played junior. So bite me. <laughs> anyway, let's hear them. <laughs> all right, so the one I just thought of, I guess. I hadn't thought about it in a while, but now knowing people I know now, this has got to be it. So coming here, uh, my same class, uh, my neighbor in the dorm, he lived like uh, one room down from me, was uh, David Pro. <laughs> Come to find out, he went to Buckeye Valley. Yeah. yeah. He went to Buckeye Valley, and we played Buckeye Valley. My junior and senior year so now my favorite football memory has got to be him playing like i think he played nose or d-line i know he for sure played d-line yeah but (laughs) it's got that's got to be my favorite memory now uh we played that my senior year it was our homecoming game we won we i mean we beat their ass by like five touchdowns and i had three that I had right up the middle. <laughs> so, like, knowing that, knowing Prawl now, I would always talk shit. That's funny. That's got to be one of my favorites. What about you, Ted? Floor is yours. All right, I got two. Cole Nixon. That is my name. One as a sort of player, and the other one as a coach. I mean, the first time I was able to – to play collegiately. That's my favorite one. Just the ball. We run inside zone. I just went out and blocked the outside linebacker. Nothing crazy. And we got to play against the same team for our first time ever playing. The ball? Yep. That's when Mario yeah. tore his ACL and I got to go in. Yeah. We were home. The ball sucks. I hate well, anyway, I'm pretty sure they won conference. Hey, they did win their first playoff game too. I mean, they might have got smacked in their second one, but they I'm, not won their first... gonna, I'm not even going into that. <laughs> not even going into that. Uh, but I think it, I don't know if it's just because it, it's 
fresh or whatever, but when we played Wabash and it went into overtime and it, it was the first is first time I think in 10, almost 10 years that OU played an overtime game. The guys played really, really well. Um, I mean, they worked their, their ass off all week and, and we were ready and, and it was kind of, it was getting towards the end of the season and, you know, the guys were playing their best football and uh, Wabash has the ball. Uh, they're in, they're on the goal line. Me, our offensive coordinator, uh, our safeties coach, Squirrely Bo. Good old Bo. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Jesse's over there. Jesse's over there doing steroids again, apparently. Yeah, he's shooting up. And uh our D D line coach, we're up in the box and all four of us are standing up, like huddled together. And uh our defensive young defensive end, Markel Henry, really good player, uh sacked the quarterback on fourth down and the game. We win the game in overtime. And uh the, the four of us up there jumping up and down, hugging each other. It was it was awesome. It was really exciting for the kids, and and it was just awesome. Side note: after that, uh, Casey, our D line coach Casey King, was like, goes, "Oh, he's like I'm, I'm glad you you you're uh, you're holding me." I was like, "Why?" He goes, we were jumping up and down, and after that, I just blacked out. <laughs> Started seeing stars. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know, just being a part of, I mean, this past team as a coach, the, the guys, the whole team were were awesome. And it was awesome for them. It was an awesome win for them. And just being a part of that was was really special. Seems like I missed out on something for not coming back. You know, that's neither here nor there. Hey, things could have been different if I came back. That's a good point. Well, I, probably worse, not better. I know, I, you know, we always talk about, I think OU's always done a really good job of, ha like, family, like the team actually being family, like whatever that team is that year. Um, but just being able to to see it from an outside perspective um, was actually kind of one of the coolest things. Uh, you watch the young guys just, just kind of fit right in almost automatically, almost in between camp. And, you know, we've always had really good seniors that bring guys uh, along and, you know, it's it's a, it's a really special thing, and it's, I think it's one of the things that make OU just going back to to the family vibe. But just being able to actually see it all come together is is it was it was special. I don't think you realize how much of like a family it is until you're out of school, because like I look at it now, yeah. like in college, like yeah, obviously we're real close. We literally pretty much live together all the time. Like all of us are at dinner together every night. Like we see each other out every like all you're around each other twenty four seven. But when you yeah. get out of college and then, like, I get calls from Chris Bonner, Joe Urich, uh, freaking Prawl Snapchats, like, all these people who still talk – yeah, I know, I'm bringing up Prawl again, but all these people, you two, like, all these people that you still talk to who are hit you up or you hit them up, even Jermaine Fraser Phillips, I still talk to him periodically because we might have a special uh, roughneck. You didn't even play with him. Yes, I did. He was a, or a senior when I was a freshman. He graduated with Ruble. He's in Ben's class. Yeah. yeah, Ben and Brad and Jermaine and Anthony Chambers. 
I thought he was in that class. Yes, I know. I know. Jermaine's been on this podcast. Huh? Jermaine has been on this podcast. I'm well aware. It just doesn't always – have you looked at Jermaine? Yes, he's like a 40-year-old man. He's looked like that since he was in college. He was yes. like a man. <laughs> and his voice is so deep. Yeah. But we might have a, a little collaboration between Big Up Brew and Roughnecks coming soon. I won't announce that yet, but it may Ooh. something may be happening yeah. there. Are you making a coffee? I mean, I'd love to, but no, that's not it. <clears throat> anyway, sounds yes. tasty. You know, like I don't think you realize like how much of a family it is until you're out of it, outside of it. Yeah. It, yeah, but it's you know, I think it's what makes the sport. I mean, I, I, there's some other factors, other things, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not a sport, I guess, from a, like, a, not necessarily an emotional standpoint, but from, like, a, it, it builds a family. It literally does. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all across the board, no matter where you are, what position you play or what you do for the team. Like, you know, you, you got your – you got your guys. Well, that, and I think it, like, the fact, too, that, <clears throat> I mean, you're with these guys all year. Yeah. You're lifting, you're training all year just to have 10 games mm-hmm. that are guaranteed. Now yeah, they're not even guaranteed anymore. Well, they're guaranteed, Cole. Mine weren't. Sorry. Huh? Mine weren't. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's too damn bad. Well, that I mean, that goes right to right to the point itself. That makes it even harder. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like uh, Teddy can. I mean, you were on the outside looking in, but I felt like us dealing with all that my senior year, like not just like the entire team, and I think it helped build into this year as well. Like I think everybody grew closer because of all that shit that we went through. Yeah. Yeah, and I. Yeah, and it, it, you guys got dealt a horrible hand, and it, it really sucks. And I I don't think there's anyone who in the world that would have expected that. No. Um, there's no one that wanted that for you guys. And I think – I don't know. I think we could have done something. Whoever was running the show, I think we, we needed to think it out a little bit. But, it's, you know, you go – you play this game, you're – pretty much your whole life, you know, and then you have the opportunity to play it in college. And then once you become a senior, it's kind of, you realize like, Oh, these are just, it's the last time I'll be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think those, like every senior deserves to be able to wear those pads as long as possible. Yeah. But, um, but I also kind of like, I look at that now later in like it's not that much later in life but you almost look at that that, that's similar to like a life circumstance that you're going to get like you're not always going to be dealt the best cards in life like you're going to have shit that just completely goes wrong and there's nothing you can do about it it's just how you react to it essentially yeah yeah and uh, you know it's that's a big thing coach watch preaches you know Watts was actually just on last week yeah yeah he was the uh, last episode Mm -hmm. I actually just saw him too. No, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. You're in the dungeon at Ohio Wesleyan and you saw Watts? Oh, man. 
Yeah, yeah, all right, he's my boss. You went from calling him coach <laughs> to boss. <laughs> you call him Watts. Everybody calls him Watts. I call him T Dub. <laughs> yeah. He's got the swagger of an old oil baron. <laughs> But I'll ask you guys this, since we all – well, we all played with different coaches because we had some come and go, but who is your favorite coach your time at Ohio Wesleyan? <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, you have to answer as a player, not as a coach. <laughs> oh, it's the same one. It's the same. You can go then. I can't narrow it down to just one. You had, oh, like, three go. different running backs coach in, like, four different years. Yeah. We had watch your last two, right? Yeah, that that was nice. Reed was awesome. Oh, Reed, yeah, Coach Reed. Coach, mine would have to be Coach Reed, Coach Watts, and Bo, because Bo was the one who recruited me. Well, but then again, I gotta throw Formaz in there too. Formizi, Formaz, Formaz is a great dude. As a player. I don't know if I can answer this because I work with all these guys. <laughs> you don't have to. I mean, Bo. Me and Bo always had a – like, even when I was a player, like, we just had a really good relationship. I don't know how that came about. It came about because I always – You and Bo it. act the same half the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so actually, funny story. Uh, Uncle Bo. Bo just had uh, like a, a young DBs meeting um, and I was leaving and, and Bo was talking about how, you know, he drinks like green teas now and stuff. <laughs> and, Is he uh, no longer a shotgun in Red Bulls before practice? Well, I, so I said, I was like, yeah, man, the Bo I knew when I was a player was drinking four energy drinks a day and, <laughs> and chewing tobacco. And one of the kids goes, oh, that's you now, huh? I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Walked right into that one. I was like, oh, man. Oh, I bet Bo shit. loved that, too. Yeah, he just was green. Well, Bo, Bo both, yes, Bo, and then I loved Coach Watts. Um, and then I had a revolving door of tight end coaches. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you I guess it'd be Brucey, Brucey. I remember that. playing basketball with you and Brucey, and you and Brucey for some reason – well, Brucey that one day was just completely on fire and couldn't miss, but then the next game he couldn't make a freaking shot. Yeah, yeah, Brucey. Me, me and Brucey and Sherm and, and Cody, we, we have a group chat together, and, we, and Bert's in it, but we still talk. Good old Bert. We won't get into that. I'll, I'll skip to the next question. <laughs> old Squirtle. But I want to – this is an interesting question because you – we all live different places. Favorite place to live on campus? I think I know what your guys' answer is. Oh. You said the house? Mm-hmm. I figured. It had to be the house. The house yeah, that no longer blue. exists. Yeah. No longer exists. Well, it exists, but it's just somebody else's house now. Uh, I don't even know who lives in there now. Oh, no, I do. Teddy, do you know anything about campus anymore? I do. Oh, God. That's I have deep tours. Do you, do you, so, you know, like, so you know, like, oh, the I facts know. and stuff? They don't. Huh? You have to know, like, facts and stuff? 
That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, like you walk by those every time you give a tour. Yeah, you but know who they lives. don't say like who lives. In we try to we try to stay away from. Them. So do you guys? Are you guys? Per- Anyway, hey, <laughs> hey, squirrel, what? squirrel. What? You? That's you. Teddy is definitely the person that gets sidetracked very easily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you want? <laughs> Next question. Okay. Which is we're gonna talk a brief. Uh, we're not even gonna go into that question because that question could go for freaking ever, and we are forty-one minutes into this episode already. So unless you want to go into it, we can. But I, we've talked about it multiple times. Actually, both of uh, all of us have talked about it on this episode. Well, now you gotta tell me. The, uh, dealing with know. injuries because we've all dealt with them and like know. yeah that can go a long different if you guys want to know about injuries i'm pretty sure me and jesse talked about it on our episode i don't remember what episode it is but look up jesse beachy's episode and teddy's episode you can hear about it i believe with chris bonner's episode yeah that's the good well. one but if you want to hear about that um and dealing with it because we all had injuries and dealt with them and it was not great but this was supposed to come out in November. Obviously, you two couldn't ever find a good time to record and just ignored me, but... Um, We're busy. I'm just kidding. It's fine. I don't care. This episode's coming out way late. I apologize to all the Roughnecks listeners who did not get an episode on Monday, but um, yeah, I already fine. have all of December booked, so you will have episodes every single Monday, all of December. Got some good ones coming up, but... Um, that's, a, hey, that's a good promo you just cut right there. I, I do that all the time, man. <laughs> good promo dude but i wanted to ask since this episode was supposed to come out in november and november was gratitude wh- who and or what are you grateful for These are go, I'm <laughs> <laughs> who or what or what am I, what like what are you what are you grateful for i mean it's like a thanksgiving dinner man how's your family <laughs> so what do you think um for? Hmm. You know, there's a lot of things, Cole. A lot of things. And you can't even name one. You going? You want me to go? <laughs> uh, I'm, of course, um, yeah, I'm very grateful for my mother. Uh, She's a very nice lady. Very nice lady. We're two very different people. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very grateful for her, but... Um, I'm very grateful for the friends I made here at Olu. And just because being away from home, it's easy to to not think about home just because, you know, the relationships we've kind of grown and it's family. Um, So very grateful for that. Very grateful for y'all's families. Nate Lee, shout out Nate Lee. I need to get Nate Lee on this podcast. Nate would be a good one. Um, And then I'm uh, thankful for Coach Watts for pretty much giving me my, like, legitimate first coaching opportunity. Um, And then for Sarah for putting up with a lot of this that – Tom you better Ford. be very thankful for that woman because I don't know how she deals with you because I couldn't deal with you and I lived with you for not even a whole year. Yeah, well, she's got, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a minute, I was like, I could, I was trying to feel myself. I didn't know where my phone was. 
<laughs> Jesse's turn. Well, what am I thankful for? Yeah. All right. Well, you kind of stole some line, but too many people to name, so I'll just say it very vaguely. I mean, people know who they are, though. Very thankful for the people, the lasting relationships that I've made with people I met here. Because it's kind of, I mean, it doesn't matter what Nate lived. For example, Nate lives in Massachusetts. Still talk to him pretty much every day. Stuff like that. I mean, thankful for lasting relationships like that. Uh, thankful for my family. Uh, thankful for, I mean, both sides of my family. Um, so I was definitely thankful to still be able to work throughout the whole COVID deal because when that was first happening See, on YouTube, I, mean, I can't say that you can't say that Teddy on YouTube. You might get cut. I'm just kidding. I don't have enough following that. It's okay. Thankful to work through COVID. If you say COVID on, uh, we can't talk about. If you say that stuff on YouTube, apparently, like you, could, your video might get banned. That's wild. It's That's crazy. crazy. I didn't say anything bad. Yeah, I know. It was a very like positive thing. Yeah, then... it was. It was. Continue. Well, since we were doing um, like home remodeling and stuff, we didn't know how. I mean, how it was going to affect. I mean, getting jobs going places to work like at people's homes so we i mean we didn't know if we were gonna be able to keep working be off for like a couple of weeks have to wait till people let us know if we can come or not so being able to just work all the way through that i mean get a paycheck every week definitely thankful for that <clears throat> there's more stuff that i'm gonna think of after <laughs> the freaking show just gonna me off. It happens every time. We talked about it again before the episode. I deal with it every episode. Just be grateful that you only have a couple episodes that you might have to deal with that. Yeah. But like one of my favorite questions to ask, and I ask every single guest this question. Now I don't. I didn't always, but now I ask all this, all my guests these questions, this single question, and it's one of my favorites. If you could go back in time and tell six, your 16-year-old self one thing, what would it be? Don't get engaged. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even think about it. Oh he didn't even God. think about it at all. He just said it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, for anybody who knows Teddy, knows why we are laughing the way we are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to leave that story at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. That'd probably be... Yeah. I was kind of going to say something like along the lines of that. Yeah. Probably, But I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay so we both uh we're gonna i mean skip. i'll think of something else i can say it doesn't matter whatever you want that was say. just the first thing that came to mind i'll think of something else 
Yeah, that, that's yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Oh, I would definitely tell my 16-year-old self to like take it nice and easy when there's snow on the ground in this old ass <laughs> car I had. So I didn't put it in the ditch three times for no reason other than just going too fast. Yeah. So that's I definitely tell myself that. That's fair. I, I probably should tell myself still that now, but that's beside oh, the point. Better not. Better not end up in the ditch. Hey. I'll tell you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess, I don't know. I'm going to stick with mine. All but right. I, and then, I mean, listen, like, actually take what, I mean, coaches and coaches you have over the years. And I mean, like, I guess just like older people say to you about like, being like in the moment yeah that's something yeah I would, something you don't really you know you, I think everybody well it always blows off and, but I mean when, when that time comes and the reality sets in like it, it goes it goes pretty fast yes yeah like especially like high school football felt like it went really fast but then you went to college and it felt like it went even faster yeah and it's and you just gotta enjoy it all yeah because there That's was the other thing too is like people, <clears throat> I don't know. I, just, I, I guess it's one thing I have with like social media. Like, I kind of get the whole point of like posting pictures, like whatever, but just like being in the moment and <clears throat> taking it all in, feeling it, not like, take like whatever, like, I guess trying to capture it. Mm-hmm. If you actually absorb it and, and you're there fully there whatever it is i think it's it's more captivating than getting a picture yeah Yeah. i don't know how many freaking times we talked about stuff that like we all did in college and i mean i go and try and look for like a photo a video anything and nothing but like Mm -hmm. you still got the memory exactly Mm -hmm. but the fact that i'm I'm, i mean i'm always gonna remember stuff like that yeah, that's like, I think as we get older, we start to like really start. To, there's certain things we realize like, hey, we actually need to take this in and not just take a picture, like start recording on Snapchat, whatever it is, because social media is a killer of ruining. Not I don't want to say ruining the moment, but like, you know, you don't actually fully take it in. You don't give it your full attention. And when I you guys both know, I'm a big Granger Smith fan. And when I met him in uh, Michigan not too long ago, like I that's why I told my ex, I was like, you take pictures when I go out. Like, I want to just walk up and just talk to them and not have to worry about, hey, can I get a pic? Like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go enjoy this moment because it was a very great moment for me. Mm-hmm. It was big. Well, that and then, I mean, just going off the social media thing, I mean, that's what, like, I mean, I've realized now. is like, yeah, somebody's social media could be, like, all shiny roses going on trips all this stuff but then i mean you don't know if they're like actual everyday life i mean if they're going through stuff so i mean could be just a big fugazi yep because we all want to post on our social media this all happy go lucky and make ourselves look good like we all do it we're all like we're all uh what do you call it uh, I can't even think of the word. We all do it. But anyway, like, you know, we, that's what we want to post because we don't want necessarily people to know that we're 
living a bad life if we are having a bad time or whatever like we want people to think highly of us and that's uh, social media has killed our generation yeah to a degree Uh, there but don't get me wrong there was pros to social media because honestly the social media aspect has helped my podcast a hundred percent right because people wouldn't even know what this podcast was if i didn't have social media yeah right i don't know i think it's there's pros and cons to it. Then there's the other side, and I hate seeing people that, you know, put their feelings on there. Actually, <laughs> yeah, if it's, like, all oh, the same yeah. shit, it's like, yeah. oh, I had a bad day. It's like, cool, I don't care. Yeah, Ted, you don't care about anybody. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, if that's the thing with, like, stuff like that, it's – I mean, if you can talk about it on social media and, like, post about it and stuff, then you should have zero problem actually asking somebody for help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're actually going through something. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you both usually, know. Usually, I mean, if people that don't say anything are going through something, they're not going to talk to anybody. But the fact that you can just, like, outright say it for, like, the whole world to see – but not talk to like a specific person about it. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a balance. Somewhere. Yeah. Yes. So but we're gonna move in to the best segment of this podcast because I'm pumped. I got two guests for this, but it is time for motivation Monday. Motivation Monday is the point in the episode where I allow my guests to give the Roughnecks listeners a little inspirational bump to set the tone for their week as they listen on Monday morning. So what do you two wonderful gentlemen have for Motivation Monday? And they're still fighting like brothers. (laughs) You said you had something to say. Yeah, but I I still got to think. I don't know. Big, uh, I think one of them, I don't know, just the way I kind of live life. Like, no regrets in what you do. You know, kind of going, you know, whole wholeheartedly, I guess, would be the best thing. But you got to be able to do something and, and know when you, you give it all you got, you got no regrets when you come out of it. Um, I don't think life, you should live life with regrets. Um, and I don't think life is meant to – I, to, to vice versa, have regrets. You got to keep keep going and, and live your life, make your decisions, and, and just whatever you do, um, just put what put all the effort, all all your heart into it, and, and, and keep trucking. I think that's the best way to to have a, I guess, a happy life. Because um, if you keep looking back um, and kind of rethinking the decisions you you've done. It's really easy to, I guess, put some put some negative thoughts in your your mind, and then you know, second guessing's never never been good. So, just live life, no regrets. I think like so, you talk to like you shouldn't live life with regrets. Like when people say they regret things, you almost can look at it like no, you don't necessarily regret it because guess what, you learn from that 
mistake, whatever it yep. is, it's not a regret. Like, yeah, do we wish we didn't do something? Yes, but guess what? We learn from it. You can take yep. every opportunity, good or bad, and learn from it. Yep. So what is Jesse Beachy, the man of m- more wisdom than Teddy? <laughs> Technically, he does have more wisdom. He's older. He's older. I'm going to slide out. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I said this last time I was on. But, I mean, going through every day, I mean, if you go into the day with a bad attitude, yeah. you're going to have a pretty shitty day. The only thing you – I mean – you can't control if something goes wrong at work, something – an order doesn't come in, something isn't shipped. Um, I mean, just depending on what you do for work. But, I mean, getting mad about it and, and being shitty to, like, your coworkers and stuff isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to change your day. It's all probably going to make it worse. All it's going to do is make everybody else's day worse along with yours. So I would say, I mean, the only thing you can control, you can you can you can control your attitude. I mean, meet everybody with a smile. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't come in like it took me a bit, like not get like hot headed and just like that's where <coughs> I've, I've talked. <coughs> Jesus, I've talked on this podcast. Like, I want people to realize, like, when we go through and talk about this stuff, we're not acting like we're perfect. Nobody on this podcast has ever been perfect. Like, we've all gone. Like, the reason we say the things we do is because we've gone through this and we've learned, like, through those mistakes. Like, this is how you need to react. Yeah. This is how you need to handle things. And it's like it's because it's through trial and error. Essentially, is how we know this stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I would say, I mean, basically control what you can control. I'm pretty sure yeah, that might have even, that might have been your, I don't even remember what the title of your episode was, but it might have been that. Trying to drill it in everybody's mind. But with that, that's a wrap on the 63rd episode. The Roughnecks podcast. We have some freaking awesome guests coming on next month. Um, be sure to tune in. Trust me, you will not want to miss them, especially the last episode of the year. Trust me, you'll want to listen to it. But yeah. you guys know the deal. Nut guy. Relax, don't give it away yet. Uh, uh, Michigan Wolverine. That Jim Harbaugh? Absolutely not. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Big khaki pants guy. <laughs> But (laughs) until next week, you guys know the deal. Life is hard. It's going to knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let the bull of life walk all over you. Get up, grab the bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Roughnecks out. Bang. What? I'm so disappointed. Why? You didn't do it. Later, chicklets. There we go. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then do a couple things for me if you would. Subscribe, rate, and review so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Then share this episode with a friend so that we can continue to spread this podcast and share my guest stories and advice. You guys know the deal, though. Until next time, be sure to grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Roughnecks out. Oh, thank you.